Welcome to Beyond the Field Podcast, your weekly dose of finance, property, and epic people doing epic things powered by the team at Money Empire. Get informed and entertained with the coolest cats in the business. Welcome back to Beyond the Field. My name is Goran Lonka. How are you? I'm Isa. I'm very well. You are Isa, aren't you? <laughs> Today we've got a cool little topic. Um, we've all been through it. I know I've been through it. Lydia's going through it at the moment. Producer Please. Bailey. Producer Bailey. Sorry, beg your pardon. Um, how to add value to a home. This is obviously everyone with a home out there. I know Kiwis are really, really good with um, adding value to their home, renovations, but also DIY. Have you done any renovations to your home, mate? I... I will attempt reasonable sort of renovations, yeah. something I know that's definitely in my skill scope, not very big, but I will try some things. Honestly, some things that should just be done by professionals, I would rather just pay for mm-hmm. um, because I will notice those little things that I've done wrong forever in a day. So I know when it comes to things like painting um, in the common areas or the main areas, I'm going to leave it to the pros. The skirting? Oh, mate, because I would just sanding? do Sanding? Do you do a, the sanding? I've done a little bit of sanding. I've yeah, done okay. a little bit of sanding in a sort of the laundry area mm-hmm. that not, not everyone's going to see. But man, when it's sort of big things done right, that's, I, I think, Good money well spent in the right areas. Um, you pay for what you get. Yeah, cool. I'll tell you a little story. Um, my old man and myself, we stripped the entire outside of a weatherboard home of the Glen Innes home. Wow. Down, we, scraper, about five five layers of old paint. Lead-based paint. Yes, mate. It yep. took the whole of summer. Mm. One, um, one tip out there. If you're doing this, do it in the shade. Oh, yeah. uh, summertime, and we rotated mm. around to follow the sun. Mm-hmm. It took us three months and ended up putting three coats of paint over the whole house. Yeah, you think it's an easy job, mate. Right? It, oh, just paint the outside of the it house. It took forever. Preparation. What, it's so satisfying. Mm. On one, one more on top of that, just quickly, we took out all the carpet. I had to nail in every single nail in the matai flooring, sanded it completely with a couple of drum sanders, and... Um, it varnished it, and um, I've got actual. And I know I know someone who works for a company who does this. So a big shout out to a company called Floor Skin. This is not a joke. They do fantastic work. So a big shout out to Floor Skin. You were going to say something? I've uh, sanded the family home. Uh, the sanded the floors, varnished yes. them. Um, again, it's a big job, and my old man is very DIY yep. and hired all the sanders needed. Um, but one thing that you don't take into account is the amount of fucking dust. Dust, mate. Oh, mate. So Overalls, drop cloths, mask, drop cloths on or emptying out rooms when you're doing it one by one is yeah. absolutely a no-brainer because the amount of dust gets into every single nook and cranny, and you're literally washing that down for months, years. Yeah, and you, you always find that dust. So actually, watching. Might attend videos or YouTube videos on how to do things is does wonders for any DIY. There's so many tricks out there. So good. Uh, budgeting, mate. Tell me about budgeting. How important is that when you're doing a project of your own or look at the DIY? I think the minute you uh, plan to do some DIY and the minute you plan to put aside a budget, add on 10%. Yeah, okay. Because without fail, it will go over. Um, and I think that's where people get caught short and they've committed 50 grand to um, some renovations and then they get 
towards the end and they're probably scrimping on costs or quality uh, just because they're getting fine uh, with funds. So I think always just add in a 10% overruns regardless of what you're doing um, just to safeguard yourself. Yeah, big time. I know we uh, did our deck, we renoed uh, our uh, rental. We um, got a couple of quotes from builders, mate. Mm. And we were looking at probably around 20 grand yep. for a couple of steps in like quite a big deck. How much did it cost you? Because I know you did it by yourself. Yes. So I was like, flag this. I'm going to get Alicia's um, dad down. He can stay here um, every time he he, um, he he comes he comes down to help with the deck. Um, mate, he came in, measured up. We went down to um, Three Brothers in GI. We bought $2,000 worth of timber. Mm-hmm. And we got it done in about, I don't know, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Saved about 18 grand mm-hmm. for, for a deck. So I had to... Um, attempt to build a cow pen out in our direction and this is sort of life lifestyle block um uh, sort of diy and again uh, a small job um thrown out to certain chippies they were i think the cheapest quote i got in was about five thousand uh the next biggest one was about seven thousand two hundred in the two quotes again i went out to um itm Mm -hmm. in kumu Mm -hmm. and i think all up including uh the few chains and bolts and everything that you needed plus a new drill head mm-hmm. that was about 30 centimeters long mm-hmm. um was a tad under a thousand dollars about 984 dollars a cost for all wow. the materials yeah. um plus the easy do easy use uh, bags of concrete yes um and again it took me two days mm-hmm. um of a weekend and that's just pretty much allowing for the concrete to set bloody good so you're saving massive amounts five to seven grand to pay someone compared to about a thousand dollars plus my own time yeah that's so good um in terms of uh, for people who do own homes who are looking to add value um how do they go about finance for these things mate i know we've had numerous clients um apply for for finance for for renos what tell us a little bit is that hard or should people just use their own money how easy is it to, to get a top up on the mortgage for something without overcapitalizing? Cosmetic Reno, stuff like that. Um, yep. It's quite an easy process, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, and if you've got uh, sort of usable equity in your property um, uh, to get a top up mm-hmm. uh, rather than using your hard earned cash from yep. day one um, or your savings, then it's just about going through the process of getting a top up yeah, um, cool. uh, via financial advisor to your same bank. Um, and it's just a sort of a process of working through an application. And, um, you know, a lot of people do it and they're yep. adding value to their home, but yep. they're not overcapitalizing. Yep. The minute you talk about council consents and you're sort of getting into big style renovations, then you actually have to dial back in and do it very thoroughly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite amazing how much a bit of landscaping can do to a property. Obviously, if you're one, putting it on the market to sell. Or number two, if you're requiring a registered valuation to get a top up or whatever in terms of refinancing, um, how much that can change. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about as little as well, as little, 30 or 40 grand worth of work. It can increase the value of your home by much more than that. But it can also be a two-edged sword, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And we've had... Um you know the Strawn brothers who are great renovators um sorry uh, and gardeners and mm-hmm. landscape architects um on the podcast before and even they will say within the realm of landscaping mm-hmm. you can be smart in how you add value um but you talk to the experts again around what is going to add value because 
you can blow the budget out by chucking in a big pool. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to get back that back in sort of value if you were or to sell a the property? Or a new room or an extension or a new room or and an extraction. Yeah, super detailed again. Or you can be really smart with what you are trying to do. Um, speak to some experts and understand what's going to add the most value. If, so you've got to really think about the end picture and what you're actually trying to do, whether you're trying to sell the property, whether you're trying to improve its value. Um, understand that first and then tie in the budget rather than saying, hey, I've got you know, $50,000 or $300,000 and just go about sort of filling the void. Weird question. Do you ever get a house wash on your house? Do you ever wash your house? 100%. Yeah, so yeah, that's a Every really Every year. Shout out to DNA House Wash. There you go. Um, they're the best that we've, um, best company that we've used in yep. the past. And we always tend to do it around Labor Weekend. Oh, it's yeah. always the turn of the weather. You know, your oh, house yeah. gets really covered in silt and crap and shit through winter. Um, but then it's sort of where the sun starts to turn. Um, but we always try to get a house wash. On weatherboard homes, yeah. looks immaculate. Yeah. They have uh, certain chemicals, certain um, good for the environment, things that they actually use. And we get a lot of comments um, from people thinking that we've painted our house. So it really it wows and pops at the right time of year, but we do it once a year now. And it's quite affordable, isn't it? It's very affordable. It's not as much as you think. No, absolutely not. And you know, you've, uh, you're tying things like getting your chimney swept and all those sort of little costs. We think it's uh, great, adds great value because it stops the deterioration of weatherboard mm-hmm. um, once it's clean and, and kept on top of. And mm-hmm. It's a great way, you know, don't have to repaint your house every year. Just get it cleaned really, really well by professionals and it does a job, but it's not an expensive uh, feat. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, obviously, for any listeners out there who are uh, listening and or tuning into this podcast, if you ever need any help with finance to obtain renovations, please reach out. Now, let's um, go on to another topic here around capital gains for people who are listening and they don't know about this. Capital gains in a nutshell, what is it? I would say on the term of, depends on which way you look at it, it's basically a profit uh, from the sale of, of property or an investment that, you, that, you've, that you've got, if it's increased in value. Yeah. There's two ways you can use it, obviously, uh, capital gains being the profit that you've made on the sale, or two, even if you hold onto the property and are looking to either leverage of the current house with the capital gains that it's obviously increased by, and to go again, um, you can leverage to um, buy another property. Yeah, of course. So, you, you know... Uh if you're some a homeowner that has made profit from the sale of a property, then you've made capital gains, whether it's you know uh, ten thousand dollars or three hundred thousand dollars. You've heard some crazy stories over the course of twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one about people that purchased a home for a million a year later. They sold for one point six million in Auckland and made six hundred k of capital gains. Um, of course, there's capital gains over a long period of time and a short period of time. Um, but ultimately, that's why a lot of people invest in property yeah. at the end of the day. And in terms of capital gains, a lot of people, there was a certain element of luck involved for people to have held onto property for a while and wanted to buy another and using or leverage from the current house, um, say, with capital gains that they've got, say, during COVID. Because we all know that during COVID, bloody property values went up by 30 to 35%, uh, but also can backfire the other way, right, in terms of Correct. over-leveraging and then properties losing their value correct and i think uh you know there's there'll be people out there that are feeling the pinch um with how properties moved um 
in the back half of 2021 to where we are today. And we saw some huge growth, as said, sort of 30% gains over two years on property in um, New Zealand and big cities like Auckland. Um, but we've seen that claw back um, yeah. in a little time. And I think where people will have caught short is they would have wanted to jump on the bandwagon of what was going on. They would have paid overs for a property in late 2021 or early 2022. And now the values of those properties have actually decreased. Yeah. And there isn't the capital gains um, but what do we know with most asset classes if you hold it for a long period of time the market will bounce back and all things will increase I've just got a slack from producer Baylor here on something that we missed out um, what renovations add the most value in a home I mean think of a budget for especially for a first-home buyer what would what sort of renovations would add the most value without blowing your budget um, you've I know that certain builders and people that specialize in renovations always say the cosmetic looks mm-hmm. add the most bang for buck first and foremost. Buddy builders, they're, they're the, they have the worst houses. They have the most messiest houses. Why is, why is that? You're a professional to go off track here. Why do builders always take care of their house last? Last? I mean, don't they? Freaking decades later. <laughs> uh, my best mate is a builder and his dad is, owns their company and yeah. has for a good part of 50 years. Yep. And... From the moment he purchased the new dishwasher, the new microwave, the new freezer, Mm -hmm. it was about 20 years before he actually installed it. Really? And did the renovations. Yeah. Always promised, yeah, I'll take off summer and build my own house and keep it at 20 years. Now, my best mate, who is the son of, is going through that right now. It took him about nine years to do the renovations on their house that they sold, and now they've bought a uh, great new place that's um, worst house, best street, yep. but I bet he won't do the renovations for another decade. Okay. Too hard basket. Interesting. Back to adding value. Yes. I guess uh, you know everyone looks at things differently. Some people will say, hey, go straight for the kitchen. Yep. Add value in the kitchen. You yep. know, It's really easy to overcapitalize on a kitchen, but I guess where good builders um, or smart people that see value in a property, they often see the cosmetic things, mm-hmm. uh, how to tidy things up. Something as simple as a fence yep. adds value yep. uh, from a cosmetic view. Again, it sort of does come back to what you are wanting to do whether you are staying in the property and adding value or if you're looking to sell sell and put on the market. I'll tell you quickly just about our renos for our flat that we rent out. We've renoed that thing. Everything has been done. New garage, new kitchen, new painting, everything. And door, door frames, no, the only thing that we didn't do is the doors. Kitchen costs us, full disclosure, 35 grand. So you're looking at double now. We bought all of our own appliances, um, picked our own I did the floor by myself and we sanded every single nook and cranny and painted it and plastered it for the garage was 10 grand the plastering cost us a grand painting with it all of ourselves so our two-bedroom flat costs us just under 50k to reno got an RV done it was valued for about 210k over what we paid for it two years before the renos yeah great great investment right your Big own time, time your yeah. own, own you, you did a lot of research yeah. around appliance around yeah. com- um, compliances S- oh, specials appliances cheapest I'm, I'm, I'm drowning in compliance <laughs> appliances specials I, whenever i need a new uh 
anything electrical, I'd give a call to Mr. Goran Lonka, yep. uh, financial advisor to the stars, and uh, actually the price spy and great websites around finding deals. But I was blown away on the specials alone around appliances that you saved. I was I was so anal. I looked at like appliances for for every month for like three months and how they were tracking in terms of what we want in dishwasher, fridge, and I ended up saving about fifteen hundred to two grand just by doing that. And it's just smarts around doing a bit of research. But I definitely think you've said it like reaching out to friends and families whether they're builders or whether they've got sort of skills in certain areas to help bring down those costs because my brother-in-law is a yeah. bloody awesome uh, builder. Use them, uh, granddad, friends, neighbour, whoever. And why? Because they've got accounts. Totally. They've got an ITM, Mitre Bunnings, Placemakers. They've got accounts where they can get things at cost. So we're not cheating the system but it's being about smart around what you do. I've got some real crappy broken fibre lights um, uh, and roofing that's just blown and deteriorated through winter and all the costs. I took a couple of snaps sent them to him he was like yeah sweet as i can buy that at cost for you and i'll come down and spend a weekend it'll cost you a box of beers and a bottle of rum um but something as simple as that is just a far better way of sort of making your value making your money work for you and sort of adding value where you know you can totally if anyone out there is looking to do some renovations a really good website is builders crack um and it's basically just a sweet website for um, anyone to visit looking for any help or with any projects they've got to it to do at home and it's got access to any sort of um, builder, plumber, electrician, or any type of tradesman out there. I highly recommend them. Anyway, I think that should cover the podcast for Renos. If anyone out there is or is looking for help around uh, finances for renovations or any type of um, advice around finance, please reach out. Isa, thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Field. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your mates or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Field Podcast or send us an email at info at beyondthefield.co.nz. Thanks again and we'll see you all next time.